Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 274. I'm your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is the wonderful creator behind the Gravity Ring. We have R.D. Harris coming in through our doors. He's here to talk to us about how he came to come up with the idea behind Gravity Ring, how he's producing this, how he's creating the uh, momentum to spread the marketing behind Gravity Ring. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a wonderful time talking to rd he was hilarious and fun it's just his energy alone is just infectious so i encourage you guys go check out his bio go check out all of his links uh go get yourself a gravity ring it is really fascinating how this thing works and how i would use it throughout my day and uh throughout my life it is a cell phone product i i don't want to get into too much detail i just want you guys to go check out the product go listen to the episode and we will go move on to more of our own businessy stuff you can hear every episode of finding arizona podcast at our app at our website finding podcast.com we make it easy for you guys to connect with us so connect with us through any social media handle is under finding arizona podcast that's twitter instagram facebook again let us know who you wanted to come in next we will try our best to reach out to that person or if you want to just dm us their direct contact line we'll go ahead and reach out for you from that from that point on i am just encouraged by what's been going on through the pandemic of the entrepreneurs the business owners all of the people around the area that are coming together that are helping one another and making this possible to stay alive in a local business market like phoenix so that being said we want you guys to stay connected with us so go check out our newsletter that is um uh, you can sign up at our website and then on top of that if you want to get more personal with us with Brittany and i and our family you can go to our blog that is also at our website and we will let you know what's been going on in our lives just an update on atlas's my co my new co-host my new little buddy he is doing just fine he is actually just growing and growing growing mom's taking care of him he's being fed he is so excited and we are just in love with him so that being said keep up with us at our blog and if you want to become a super fan you can go do so at one and only patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast there we have bonus content ready for you guys called fine examination it is our bonus podcast 50 questions where we fill up with one with our guests of the week everyone goes through this process so we hope that you guys enjoy it um go check it out it is a lot of fun over there that is the end of our little spiel here for the intro but it is my favorite time of the intro it is the community quark board yes you can go send us a little shout out to our email at finding arizona podcast at gmail.com there we will set you up with a shout out like the following event we only really have one and i'm very stoked about just this one so taking place today it is february 13th um, you will be going all the way out to mesa to starfighters starfighters arcade and it is a fun little monthly pinball tournament starfighter arcade is one of the only vintage mega arcade and it is just 
fantastic that they are putting on something like this a monthly pinball uh, face masks are mandatory go check out the full description at our at their website and their facebook events post page i encourage you guys to go check this out because again local places need local um, love and encouragement and this tournament sounds like a really fun time for you guys to go join in if you like pinball so that is the end of our community cork, cork board we hope that you guys are encouraged to send us a line over at finding arizona podcast at gmail.com that concludes our intro to this episode we are very excited to introduce to you the gravity ring we will see you on the next episode Welcome back, everybody, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in someone very special every week, and I'm very happy to have this individual on. I want to introduce you to R.D. Harris. He is uh, the CEO behind Cuff, which is the creator of the Gravity Ring. Welcome, Artie. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I'm uh, happy to be here. Uh, it's a really dope thing you're doing. Uh, for all the viewers out there, look how dope the background is. You know, he's not messing around. His background's on fire, super official, and he's currently on air, as you can see, with his red insignia back there. That is really dope. And I have to say, I have to say kudos to you for setting up before the podcast and making this look just as beautiful. So when I edit this all together, that it's so easy on me and I don't have to, yeah. I don't have to worry. Hey, uh, I'm trying to help out a fellow Arizonian, you know, we're a yeah. rare breed. Yes, yes. And I just, again, I love your energy and we're here to talk about a product that you made. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I asked this new question of everyone uh, that comes into our podcast is, how's the family? How are you guys doing during this time of the pandemic? And how have, you know, how have you been personally? Uh. You know, first of all, thank you for asking me that. Uh, I had a newborn son a year ago. Congratulations. Uh, September a year ago. Thank you. Uh, so for new parents, I think every new parent who's never been a parent before, uh, mm. this was the best time in the world. How could it not have been? Yeah. You got to see your child every day by force. Some people might not have wanted it, but by force you had to see your child I thought it was a beautiful thing. I've, I got to see something grow for literally a full year, every single day. Like it's insane. Yeah. yeah. It's and insane. You, so if the pandemic did anything, it gave me that, man, that's a gift. Yeah. What a gift. So, what a silver yeah. lining. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And as uh, I, I don't know if you've listened to any of our previous episodes, I actually am I expecting uh, a little boy in January. Well, I, I do say that. Congratulations. <laughs> Boys are rough. For, from the moment they're about eight months, they're rough. They're ready to fight. They're ready to wrestle. They're, you know, it's, it's the best thing in the world. Uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah. you were good to women. So you got a boy first. That's what they say. That's what they say. The men who are, the men who are good to women like us, you get a boy because <laughs> you're, you're putting other good men out there. That's uh that's what I heard. I'm not, you know, I'm not telling that, but I heard, you know, so you're going to do really well. I'm, I'm very, very proud that you have another boy coming into Arizona. We need more of that energy. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of mm -hmm. women out here. We yep. are outnumbered. So, you know, the more good men we can put out into the world who know how to treat people right, the better off we are. So congratulations exactly. to that. That's dope. 
Thank you very much. And you know what? I just really do appreciate your kind words, but I also appreciate your mentality through this pandemic. It's really a great thing to understand and see a, a, a new parent like yourself and just having that time and experience to just like share with them and share your experience upon that makes me feel a little bit easier, just a little bit easier. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's ask the question that we usually ask everyone. It's the the best thing in the world. Oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I am very excited. You know, we just finished the baby's room, like getting it officially, like, you know, everything's all set up and organized. So, uh, I mean, we're, we're happy. We're ready. We just, you know, we want him to come and it's going to be, it's going to be a, a, a fun time for me too. Like it's my, my advice for you. Is this your first child? Yes. This is my very first one. Freak. Okay. This is freaking cool. You're going to see something for the first time that is going, it is going to shock you. I, <laughs> I, I truly tell you, from a man who has never seen birth until my son was born. It is terrifyingly shocking. I am, but the best thing you could do is it's a, it's a, you know, it's a long process, play music for, but you know, really chill stuff, really chill stuff. Not, you know, just chill and get ready for that that woman to perform a miracle because it is the scariest thing. <laughs> it's the, it's the best moment you'll ever have because you're going to get to experience cutting the cord. You're going to get it. Yeah. But dude, I, it, it, I, it makes your mind be just melted. Like you're, you're, you're on a different world. What? Yeah. We would, we would have a population of maybe 250,000 people on earth. If men had to give birth <laughs> It would be so low. We would never do it. We'd never do it. We'd be done for. Dude, <laughs> human I, race almost extinct. I applaud my wife just doing it now, like just having the child stay for eight months. Like she's in her last trimester. So it's like, you know, she's just been holding this being inside of her for so long. I'm just like, it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's going to be a miracle when he comes and I'm, I'm excited. So. Yeah, I'm excited for y'all. I'm a new dad, so you know I've still got that new dad zeal. Like, come yeah. on, bro, you can do it. So <laughs> thank you. Just thank be a you. good dad, man. That, that's all yeah. I can say. You know, I didn't grow up with the dad, so you know, for me, you know, it's a big deal. You know, it's mm-hmm. a big deal to be a dad. It's an everyday thing. It's something sure. you're, you know, you're responsible for. You know, another life, and it's just like, dude, you got to pour into this person just the most love and and teach them respect at an early age. It's sh- yeah. It's shocking how early on they catch tendencies. And they're, mm-hmm. if you're watching sports and you're yelling at the TV, well, they're yelling now too. It's just like, oh crap, you're only one. Why are mm-hmm. you mimicking me? But it's just, it's a learning experience. So, you yeah. know, just be the best man you can be as I'm sure you will be. But that's my only advice is just be calm and, you know, I appreciate it. Sleep train. I, oh my gosh. Sleep train. Sleep yeah. train. It's, it sucks for a new parent because you feel bad. Yeah. The moment your child sleep trained, oh. beautiful, just beautiful. Oh You're rested. They're rested. They should teach you this at the hospital before you leave. Sleep train the baby. So yeah, that's uh, enough about the babies and stuff. We could talk all day about babies. Man. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. So I'll ask you again. I'll ask you the question that we normally asked everyone when they usually came in was, "How did this come to be?" Give us a little bit of an origin story. 
Well, the origin story came from, uh, there was a question posed to me December 28th, uh, 2019. Uh, we, me and Sarah had previously interacted in the technology space mm-hmm. and uh, we leveraged some design stuff and, you know, uh, sold it. You know, we did, you know, we dabbled here and there. Yeah. But what, what ended up happening is we didn't feel, uh, we didn't necessarily get fulfillment from our path. So on December 28th, I'll, I'll never forget it because it's like a... A lightning bolt you know i'm a i'm the type of person i take on a challenge if yeah. it's posed to me and i respect the challenge it has to be worthy of my time type of thing so uh the question that was asked to me was hey you know we did all right with uh swivel was the project it it was like this morphine case it did all this stuff so you know it's very expensive to do cases and stuff you're you're tooling four different versions of a phone uh, of one iPhone has four different versions, then that's $30,000 per tool. It's like, it's extremely expensive. So we were not able to just sustain whatever that was going to be. Yeah. And so the question that was posed to me, Hey, what would you do? And how would you do it? If you had to enter re-enter the tech space from the case, the wearable from that side of things, mm-hmm. mind you, right before the question came to me, I just said, I would never enter that space again. I hate it. It's, it's, it's they switched the phones out too much. It's too expensive unless you have just an abundant amount of funding or, you know, just capital going into it. It's very expensive to maintain at a high level. So yeah. I said, you know, I was just saying, you know, I hate it. So then, you know, the question that came to me from Sarah, she's sitting across from me, she says, but if you could do it again, how would you do it? I said, you know that we've seen everything in the world. I said, mm-hmm. the one thing that we haven't seen, we, we go to CES every year. My father-in-law, he's been going to CES for 40 years wow. straight. You know, he's an OG of CES. So we're yeah. like red carpet when we go to CES. You know, it's, <laughs> we're doing everything. We know where to go. We're, you know, it's veterans, we're normal people at CES. Yeah. <laughs> so I said to her, you know, the one thing I've never seen was somebody make your technology float from the surface to your hand. I said, that's the one thing. If I, if I could, I've seen drone cases. I've seen uh, theater case, you know, uh, projector cases. I've seen yeah. every type of thing except for something as simple as levitation. And I said, huh. for me, that was the challenge is can I be the first man on earth, not just in, you know, in tech, like just on earth yeah. to make your, your technology float from surface to hand on a normal everyday basis, not requiring any type of uh, magnetic electricity, any, any type of grand gesture other than just something that's as simple as a ring. And that was the question posed to me. And the answer came in, well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to figure out how to do it. And that's, that's as simple as I could put it. This is how this, by January 21st, okay. about 33 plus days, I remember looking at the calendar like, damn, I figured this out pretty fast. It was meant to be. Nah, nice. So it was, it, it began, that's how it, it began with the question and then me answering that question within 30 days. And then just after that, I've been just prototyping, 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 prototyping. Yeah. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you can't, what I've learned from doing all this and my years of experience of interacting is you have to be able to, 
to not only prototype on your own, to come up with the renders, your, uh, all your 3D models. You have to do everything yourself in order mm-hmm. to save enough money to be ready to tool, to be ready to uh, get enough product to where you can make back your buck and possibly make a profit, but just get going, you know, just get going. Yeah. And so that was the biggest thing here. It was just, you know, Let's do something that we didn't need to tool every year that you could buy one of these and pass it down. A ring can be passed down from generation to generation to generation. Mm-hmm. This is going to work with every phone, every tablet, anything that comes out from now until Timbuktu. And they just made phones MagSafe this year. So in the next five years, my anticipation is that I'm the normalcy and it's abnormal to have a pop socket. It's abnormal to, you know, to interact mm-hmm. with things that, aren't levitating your, you know, your technology, it's going to be abnormal. So, you know, I'm at the the space right now where I'm at the front door, you know, jiggling the key, like, ah, let me in. Oh, wait, (laughs) let me in. So, you know, it's, uh, I'm excited, man. I'm I'm not, it's not a nerd when you're, when you're at the, when you're at the forefront of something that no one's ever done, it's more of a, you're being, you can be patient because it's just Mm -hmm. do the work, uh, you know, put everything you can into a stay positive, stay enthusiastic yeah. and don't rush the process. You know, I'm looking at a five year lane as opposed to what am I going to get in six months? What, what's going to happen? You know, I'm not even worried about that. Yeah. Uh, five years from now, it's just like, gosh, this is going to be great, especially with the lineup, the things that beyond gravity ring. Man, I'm so prepared in this industry. It's uh, it's actually insane. So we'll be talking on multiple occasions. Well, hey, we're back again. You know, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. Talking to our week. So Look, we'll be, our, you know, this I'm the kind of guy continue. that I am, I'm the kind of guy that encourages that because I always just it. It's a good thing to just have a lot of things in the back pocket. If you're a creative like yourself, you have multiple things going on in your mind. Yes. Even if you're already doing something that you're passionate about, you have something else that's like, what's next? Or how My can man. I how can I expand? What are the other outlets that we can go? Because My I'm man. the same way. I'm thinking like I'm always thinking about how to progress and be better and do better. And that allows me to it really like I'm the big like big dreamer. And my wife is the one who's like the she's the businessy lady. So I'm just like, absolutely. Hey, you're you're the yin to my yang my love and that is yes. how we work <laughs> the essentials to life though is what you just said a yin to a yang with everything even if it's not in your present nature you're gonna feel the yang if you're bringing yin it's it's how it works so if you can have it in your household it's a balance out how cre- being creative is like being a rocket you know yeah. it's just like <laughs> Screw this. This idea is great. Let me, you know, let me run it. But having rationale in the room that's saying, yeah, it's great, but it costs how much to do this? Or Mm -hmm. you want to do what? You don't even know how to swim and you want to go to the ocean. You know, it's a, it's a good balancing act. So, you know, having that in the room is great. Uh, Being able to Mm self-check yourself as well as, you know, it's a, Mm -hmm. it's a part of business, you know, being creative, uh, (laughs) being creative is a, it it may be uh, 20% of this part it may be because i see that the more creators i run into they have such 
grandiose ideas about what they want to do and where they want to go and how they want to do it. But then it's just like the, the simplicity of one, two, three, four is not there because their, their idea and their plan is so 100. It's like, yeah. dude, you're on, you're on 100 through 200 right now. I'm just trying to grasp how you're doing one through four. What is, you know, what yep. am I looking at? So, you know, that's a balancing act and you have to learn that for sure. I want to talk to you about your experience doing Kickstarter and what that what that experience was like for you. <laughs> uh, because that's where, know, where I saw the gravity ring and kind of the information provided. So, so I have a funny story about Kickstarter, but I'm not sure if I should tell you on this podcast or in the next one that okay. we sit down to do because uh, how do I say this? They um both Kickstarter and Cuff came to an agreement mm -hmm. uh, to be uh, to relaunch, uh, to be featured, uh, to be part of the newsletter, to to do uh, things gotcha, over, gotcha. but more at the forefront. But it came due to a technicality, and okay. I don't want to exploit the technicality because we're going to air this, and it's going to probably come out before the Kickstarter and all these different things. So I don't yeah. want to say anything. They they've been good to us ever since we addressed. Mm -hmm the interaction or lack thereof that was happening between us and Kickstarter. And once that was addressed, they did fix it, but there is not, um, okay. I'll just tell you, <laughs> I'll just tell you because you know, I'm not one to mince words. Uh, so what happened was uh, Kickstarter, uh, just like uh, tons of other companies, you know, uh, being, being a color right now is it's a thing, you know, if mm -hmm. you're black, you know, you're a color, you know, they're, mm -hmm. they're telling us, Hey, black person. Uh, and mind you, I don't think like this. I'm not this person who's like, Hey, I'm black. Let me try mm -hmm. that. You know, it's not, but there's these, there's the, there are companies who are using this as a political statement and using these, this time to make pledges and to commit and mm -hmm. to do all these things for black people and black creators and inventors and all this stuff. And so, you know, we're, we're like, Hey, you know, I'm not, I wasn't a component of Kickstarter. Sarah was, I wasn't like, Hey, let's go to Kickstarter. Let's, you know, do this. Yeah. We had enough, we had gathered enough funds to go ahead and we could do the company right now. If we wanted to just push and, yeah. and go, you know, we have, but, you know, Sarah thought, you know, hey, let's get out here in a, in a better way and come in an even grander way to where we can service our audience and our customer base better by cre uh, generating more funds and just having a, a more stable foundation to launch everything we're trying to do. Sure. So I said, great, I'll go with you. That's what you want to do. Let's do it. But she, she said it with a caveat and the caveat was that, but Kickstarter, you should know, they want to interact with people like you, black creators, entrepreneurs, and all these things. And they promised to put you at the forefront and to make sure you're in the newsletter and to make sure you're on the uh, projects we love, yada, yada, yada. And I said, hey, that's all well and good. I'm not a component of wanting to use that. But mm -hmm. if they said it's a program, let's see what we can do to be a part of the program that could help us. Yeah. So that's what we tried to do. I gotcha. Gotcha. Tried it. Couldn't get a hold of Kickstarter for mm. months, not days, months. Wow. So, and, but if you go and you click their black lives matter hashtag, there is a list of things they're doing 
quote unquote doing for the black community. Mm. And it is the hardest thing to get in touch with these people in order to interact, to do it. So we finally, Nick, he's the head, he's the head of, of design and technology. Sarah finally got a hold of him with 10 days left in our campaign. We had reached damn near 50% of our goal. We were at like 43%. And somebody finally gets back to us and it's Nick through LinkedIn, not through the email that they provided. Not, she had added maybe 50 plus employees or people associated with Kickstarter. And if they, if they think it's a joke, we literally sent them every single correspondence that we, wow. that we sent to all of them saying, this wow. is how hard it is to participate in your Black Lives Matter program. <laughs> So, Nick, God bless Nick's soul. He is so straight up. I will never say anything negative about Nick. Yeah. Nick immediately, he didn't write back to Sarah a day later. He wrote back to her in an hour. Wow. It was late. It was nine here. It had to be, well, he's in New York. And time, I don't even think the time may have changed. Whatever, it was two to three hours uh, uh, over there ahead of time. Yeah, like 12 or one. Yeah. Nick hits us back, he gets on it. So the next day, by the end of the day, this stuff's solved. Wow. The, the, the end of the day, next day, it's as simple as that, it happened. Mm-hmm. And Nick hits us back and say, yes, we will uh, be putting you on the Projects We Love page. That's the front page for listeners who don't know. Yeah. That's the front of Kickstarter where you generate the most money because you're not invisible. Yeah. They're going to put us in the newsletter huh. so people in their email chain can see us. That's going to help. Yeah. Uh, they they promised to put us at the front of design and technology. That's Nick's section. He said he loved what we were doing. Nice. Just fix a few things just in, you know, yeah. all, all well and good. But it took us almost 60 days to take advantage of something that was put on there. I didn't ask for an advantage, wow. but you said I was going to be given one if I did qualify by just mm-hmm. being a color. So I'm here. It's the hard, it was the hardest thing in the world to take advantage of, but persistence, that persistence, is key. mind you, it is key. Sarah Mutter, she has bugged everybody at that place and it finally worked. It I finally mean, worked. So that's why we're, that's why we're relaunching. That's why we're, you know, it's mm-hmm. the juice is alive because it's just like, yeah. We're going back on Kickstarter and, you know, that's where you've seen us. That's all fine and good. But the, the road to see us on Kickstarter is so hard. If you don't have a direct line or interaction to Kickstarter, yeah. uh, uh, email chain, bait, like you're not just a nobody, <clears throat> excuse me, who's coming off of the street and just creating a Kickstarter and throwing it on there and it's just gonna Mm. be successful. You're hidden. Unless there are people who are searching through and go, it takes, it took us five minutes to find us organically. Like, wow. Let's not type in the name because we were looking for gravity ring. Let's not type that in and search. Let's just go on here and see how hard it is to find us. We sent them the screen recording of how far in the back of the bus we were. (laughs) It was insane. It was like, this is what we're going through. But that's what I had to do in order just to get noticed 
to take part in a commitment that was made to my community. And it's not even something that it it hurts me to even have to pull that car. I should not have to say, Hey, look at me. I'm the color. You said you're going to help. I shouldn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. But the fact that I, that you said you were going to help us and that I did go take advantage of it. And then when I tried to take advantage of it, I couldn't reach you for 60 days. And the only reason that I truly, I had sat down in front of a Christmas tree. I made like some, uh, like some PSA announcement, like I'm the governor or somebody like I'm, I'm woefully ashamed and embarrassed by your interaction with the black community kickstart. I swear. It's like, this is all the things I have to go through in order to do this. And you know, so long story short, Kickstarter is, uh, they're one of many companies who are trying to get it right. They're trying mm-hmm. to get it right. Yeah. And through trying is the only way you can get better. And they are trying and they are trying to get better. But they're, for any other black creator out there or anybody else who is going to, who is going to take that path, just understand that it is not as simple as playing you know with their algorithm now their algorithm is based on your own network driving Mm -hmm. in force behind your campaign so unless you have that social media force like we preface in in our pre-conversation which was pretty lit if you're not a social media addict or some very popular influencer in regards to reaching people, it's going to be very slim pickings for you with Kickstarter unless they handpick you and say, yes, we'd like to feature you. Yes, we'd like to put you in our newsletter. Yes, we'd like to put you at the front of design and technology. And so that's that's really what it is, man. It's just... uh, this whole this whole thing with Kickstarter is uh, it's been an experience, but I truly hope that they understand that me putting pressure on them and I stand by the pressure I put on them. Yeah, they have to do better. Don't make a commitment, a pledge. They mm-hmm. got a whole full page on their website and I can't click a link to just submit. I don't want to be given anything. I ask them and they can always release the transcripts. I allow it. For any listener, I allow the transcripts to be released by them. Yeah. I said that even if I weren't good enough, how does the person who's better than me know how to take advantage of this? How how can they do it? There's no link to click and just submit. Yeah. I agree. Where's the I agree. So, you know, that it, it was as simple as that, but mm-hmm. I have no ill feelings towards them because once again, <laughs> it got, whether it got we see it or not, I'm going to be working with it. We got what we needed out of yeah. it. And hopefully we can have a successful campaign. We don't know. It might not even do anything, but mm-hmm. the facts is just, we want what we can get, you know, and yeah, just try exactly. to do the best we can with it. I, I, I am on your side with this. I am team, gra- I am team gravity ring for sure. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm very happy that you were able to tell us that experience because I had no idea. I just like saw the, the Kickstarter page and saw like what was going on was that it went down on a certain date. And I was confused because I thought it was still up. And so I just wanted I, that 
caught my piqued my interest and i wanted to hear your side of it first because it piqued my interest but now that's i kind of good research that's, that. that's good research over your part see Stop. that's uh that's good research Stop. because it, there was there was meaning purpose and happenings all behind that so that's mm-hmm. a great question because people will learn from that when they when they hear this and listen to this that you do have to press the issue stay persistent yeah and just believe that what you're doing is not wrong because someone's making a commitment to you you're not it's not vice versa you know i didn't go to them with pressure i just went with them with questions as to why i'm being ignored (laughs) like just tell me i can't do it Uh, you know but don't just ignore me when i'm a part of the community you they literally say give a voice (laughs) and in some section of it it says we want to help lend and give a voice (laughs) Oh, hello. I've been talking to you this whole time. Can you not hear me? I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right here. Am I too small to hear? Literally. That's yeah. how it felt. So all good things about Kickstarter. You know, I love them. For, yeah, I, love I, Nick. I love Nick at Kickstarter, head of design and uh, technology. I love him. He's the only guy who really, truly got back to us in an hour. And came Late through night, and he and he came through, and he prompt, he got things done, verified, certified, booked. He yeah. got it done. So Nick's my guy over at Kickstarter. Sweet. Everybody awesome. else, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I want to, I want to kind of go over just kind of your level of this like where are you on the like are you on the engineering side of you know, yeah like, absolutely and like absolutely. How, how this like. What in your experience, in your life, like what happened to hit you over the head with like an Apple, like, like, like Galileo, like this is a cool product. I, I, I'll admit it's a cool product and it's a cool thing that I would totally buy for a family member, for myself, for anyone. And I'm interested in like what happened, like what event led you to this, to, to making this? Well, it's failure. You know, uh, most great things happen through failure. You know, uh, I, I, I truly believe that. I failed a lot. Mm-hmm. I failed a lot, man. And I'm I'm not a, a fall and, and fold and go get under the covers. I'm a mm-hmm. fall, regroup, rethink, retool. Yeah. What did I do wrong? What did I do? What did yeah. I do? I'm, I'm incensed with not making the same mistake twice, never doing it twice. And yeah. December 28th, 2019, this, this, is, this is merely a microcosm of my capabilities, me personally. It's just a microcosm. I'm to- totally self-funded, underdeveloped, and still got there. Still yeah. able to get to the finish line because of the experience prior, the failures prior. Mm-hmm. It taught me how, how to engineer correctly. Mm-hmm. It taught me when to when to prototype versus when to tool when to when to uh silicone tool before you and get away from prototype it, it just taught me a process that said i can make your technology lift from surface to hand mind you this is a this is something i made so that if you don't have hands if you are if you are a, if you are a soldier who have lost limbs if you're a person who have lost limbs, that we make it so that you can, with your prosthesis, you can pick up your technology. No yeah. one has ever done that. Yeah, that's a, that's what I. Uh, we'll get into kind of the 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 
the sides of like the benefits to having this. And I want to talk about that, but I also want to ask you, you know, what was, what was your first couple of like failures? If you don't mind me asking, because you bring it up and I, I want to like, was there, was there other products or were there other like business ventures? Both, uh, both, both for sure. Right before this, um, right before this, me and a friend, uh, me and a lifelong friend, we were doing a restaurant and then, you know, the pandemic mm. came and, yeah. and all this stuff like, um, and so that got, you know, that got shut down, uh, yeah. before that, a, a project, uh, a project it's called goat tray. Huh. Uh, it's, uh, it's really dope. I'll show it to you. We can talk about it when that, when that thing's up, we can podcast. Okay. About it. We can okay. Talk about it. But it's, it's awesome. It's, um, it's just a multifaceted tray. It's very, it's just, it's very vanilla. It's simple. It's a simple thing. It just doesn't exist. It's just the goat tray, the greatest of all trays. Goat tray. So it's, it's so simple, but I, I failed to get it. I failed to get it over the hump. I failed Mm. to make it make it a business. A product is not a business. Mm. A product that makes money is a business, you know? So it's, I failed at that, you know, not the design, but I failed at the business aspect of it. I failed at, at swivel, not the design, but mm-hmm. the business aspect of it. So it, it was more of, this is a culmination of how can I not fail at the business aspect of it, Mm -hmm. whilst succeeding at the design aspect of it. And you brought up yin and yang, you know, in relation to you and your wife, it's a, it's so poignant to what this is. This is yin and yang for me, a culmination of my successes and failures Mm -hmm. because I don't want to ever do anything where I need funding again. Mm -hmm. I want to do a project where, I can fund it myself because I've made something that is tooling wise, product wise. I can pay for my, I can pay for yeah. this. And that's, that's what, and that's what this became. It, it's something that I can tool and pay for no help needed. I can mom and pop this for five years on a basic, on, on my level of income right now, mm-hmm. I can literally do this for five years. If it was just the ring, uh, let's say I, I'm I'm low level and I, I sell only twelve thousand units a year, a, a thousand a month. Mm-hmm. That's mom and pop, and yeah. you know that right there gets you six figures a year. It gets you a good living, you know, and and minimal and minimal output. You know, yeah. at twelve thousand units, you know my my output. It's it's you know it's great. So you're 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 easy you're right now you're easy you're fine easy but you'll see with the son with the child you become more practical in a sense of okay i do of course i want to be great and and i expect this to be great i'm my true expectation is that this is the greatest wearable accessory in the world today Mm -hmm. currently yeah grant there's going to be things and that come I set something in motion with this. The moment that I do debut on the market, there are going to be hacks, copycats, Mm -hmm. and people just trying to one up something new that they've seen. So, you know, making sure that the message is clear that I did innovate this and I did create and was the first man to make something like your phone, your technology, levitate from surface to hand. I did that first. So as long as, you know, (laughs) that's a big part of of the world today, though, is staking your claim 
claim and making sure, you know, you're moving in that direction. So I'm just trying to stay focused on that. That's awesome. And I just really do appreciate your time. So I kind of want to go into a little bit more of like your everyday now, like because pandemic has switched it all up for all of us, even including our family members. um, What has your routine been like? You know, what are kind of the things that keep you sane and kind of keep you level headed when such change has happened in the world? These are that's such a good question, but I hate that you asked it because (laughs) it's like. I truly have been eating like a savage. Oh, I have been eating and cooking and watching binging with bad. Like I have been cooking I things like binging I'm with a culinary expert. <laughs> You're just like he's trying to worst. follow along. You're like, yeah, I he's can the do worst it too. for the pandemic. <laughs> I've yeasted myself to death. I am really I have eaten. At one point, I was eating French toast Uh-oh. every day. What? <laughs> I, look, binging had binging had put out. He had did like this video yeah. of French toast one day, and I watched it, and I said, "You know, freak! This French toast is this is really good." <laughs> and I was addicted. Nobody's who's watching you every day. You're, you're yeah. alone. Yeah. You know, you're, you're with your family. You know, your wife is stuff. It's like she's not judging. You know, it's like my She's kid doesn't just care. enjoying some french toast <laughs> i'm just enjoying some french so at, at one point i became a french toast addict and i was eating <laughs> it every day uh with different type of breads pumpkin spice bread yeah. uh cinnamon raisins i'm just exploring the world of french toast so uh but a normal a normal day for me now is uh i do i do midnight hours mm-hmm. so i'm up from about maybe six until 10 in the morning. Okay. So 6 PM to 10 in the morning, I'll get some rest, maybe four or five hours. Yeah. And then back in the, you know, back up yeah. working out at night. Now that yeah. way there's a minimal amount of people around I get, you. I, I've yeah. gotten up to, for me, I, I've always weighed like 155 pounds. I weigh like 205 pounds. I'm like, a whale to me you know it's just like i feel i feel huge but you know it's the first time in my life i've been over 200 pounds so you know i feel kind of good about that you know so it's just like i don't know man i if anything the pandemic my son eating preparation to launch man this is it stalled the world and prepared it for what i'm about to do that's what i truly believe Mm, from a from a runway is clear selfish narcissistic bubble like yeah everything's paused for me Ugh. yeah that's how it kind of feels like i'm just low-key like wow when this thing when vaccines and all this stuff mm-hmm. comes i'm about to go crazy man it's the about to happen I've, jose the things i've done beyond just this it is insane it is it is very much I'm- insane Make sure you do me a favor. Make sure yes. that you 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 write your story down. Like keep a journal of like different key points, if anything. And just at the end, okay. maybe you'll have a cool book or that you can also slip in maybe. some of your design elements, like as 
chapter covers or something like that. Or like, I would. That's a beautiful idea. Yeah, you should, you should be CC'd in the book and make note of this for his viewers. He is CC'd in the future book RD and how he became to invent or whatever you know. Yeah, the book exactly. <laughs> like inspired, honestly, inspired yeah. If, by you, Jose. <laughs> if you have sketches and stuff like that, people eat like eat that up and like want that as part of like especially when it comes to inventors. Like we look back and we see Galileo's notebooks of like what okay. he journaled and like what he sketched. People okay. enjoy seeing that history and how you've grown as a, not only an inventor, but as a person too. You Thank know, you, you start to okay. understand that and see the growth happen because I feel like you, like you said, you're at a key point in your life where things are about to happen. And I've always been the kind of person that like, I'm excited about that. If you're excited about that, I want to know what you're thinking. I want to know what you're feeling. I want to know what your mind thoughts are during this key critical time, because that shows that you are level-headed enough to write it down and be open enough to share it as well. Yeah. But it's, again, it's a thing of like greatness because you never know if it, if something happens, and I'm very sure it will, I am just saying that if you have it all logged, it will be a great story to share. It'll be a great story for you to, to just write down and have for yourself if you want it for yourself, okay. whatever it may be. I think it is just something notable in your life, especially with your son being born. It might be something that cool to give him later down the road. That's beautiful. You know, and, I, and to your point, I keep... Uh, I have a, a a stack of books that I do draw and write and do, yeah. but to the point that you're saying, I do not chronicle it, you know, oh, in that yeah. kind of way, which would be very, that's super cool. I, I love that idea. Once again, this is on wax. So we got it on wax, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's uh it's official. You know that you are the reason and the, the rhyme to why <laughs> Thank you. I actually freaking put out a book and, you know, just know that you will get shouts you will get oh, your I appreciate it. I and, appreciate it. You know, it. and all the whatnots, you know. But, but this uh, is cool. This is what podcasts do. They you collaborate yeah. and talk and yes. you're open about this kind of stuff. And I feel like, man, you should honestly too. It's like you have the energy to be a podcaster yourself, dude. You can do a lot of things. So I, if you ever I find yourself so appreciative of you, I am, you're making you're making <laughs> the skin of mine blush. I am I am blushing. Man. You have. I can't tell, but I'm blushing, and I thank you. And I I'm proud you. of your microphone. I'm very proud of your microphone setup and everything. So you know, you're you're kind of hitting all the right notes. <laughs> you know, I, I I have this I have this thing for video. I have this thing for gaming. When I stopped gaming for when, oh. when the pandemic happened, I stopped yeah. gaming. This is a perfect time for you to be gaming. <laughs> perfect time, but I worked. There you go. There For a person who I've had a video game, you know that you come yeah. from the generation. We yes. we, we yes. invented N64. video games. Our generation, yeah. Super Nintendo, God, come Nintendo. on, Sega. What are you talking? Yes, our generation made it possible for all of these youngsters to run around with games. And oh, we did yeah. this. Yes, we did this. Game so, boys, game boys, like, everything. Uh, I'm everything. Addicted, addicted. Like I ate French <laughs> toast every day. It's like I was looking for something to replace my addiction. Oh, video games. And this whole time, gone. Wow. Gone. And I worked my off. There you go. There worked you go. it off. Love the and, energy. You know, so... You know, I can't wait. I can't wait to game again. I'm very excited to do it, but I'm not look. I'm not looking for it in that kind of way anymore. But this mic comes from 
from that. So I was happy okay, to be okay. well prepared. I said, dude, I got it. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> quality over here. Let me, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For me. I yeah. But uh, to your point about about podcasting, I just want to say thank thank you for that. That's great. That's great energy from you. But you know, a recluse is a recluse, man. Even if a recluse can come out and, and, you know, and say hello and be kind and, and, you know, personable, but man, I love being invisible. I love, I understand. I I think it's like the best, oh, it's the best thing in the world not to care about social media from a standpoint of who follows me. Who's, who's looking at my pics? I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't care. You know, my social media is YouTube. I'm on YouTube. Like, dude, I'm in the comments on YouTube. Yes. What? You know? Hey, man, I, I, I appreciate it, though. I mean, hey, but I'll take you. I'll take you as a guest any time of the oh, week. Man. I will have you on. I know it's not coming out of the box. I will do all the heavy lifting. I will edit it, put it out for you. I'll do the social media for you, my man. You just you just come on and bring that energy because that's what I love. Any Anytime you need me, uh, I'm a friend to you. Uh, I'm a friend to your podcast. I'll do Thank anything you. you need from me uh, along the way. Uh, trust and believe if you haven't been to CES, if you haven't uh, broadcast from not. these different places, you uh, when, when it is open again, if you want to go, reach out. I'll reach out we, our, with yes. our company. We can always bring guests. We, it's, 100%. It doesn't cost us anything extra. We can get your wife passes, all these different things. I love it. It's a great thing to do if you have not been. It never, is the funnest never. thing to do for nerds. Uh, I am a nerd. I am somebody I'm a who nerd will too. nerd down on some tech. I will. Dude, I just dude. will. You know, so you can be from any walk of life and nerd down on tech. Mm, yep. You will lose your, from showers to cars and to, to brushes. It's like, yeah, it's it, random. It, it runs Look the at gamut. these toothbrushes, you know? <laughs> I, random. I want you to have like, the, like literally my thought is like you as a technology podcast would be mind blowing, like, or a segment. Like if we did a segment like called technology corner or something like that. What, whatever, whatever you want to do once again, we are from Arizona. People who aren't from Arizona don't understand this. Okay. It is like a club. It's like we're we're not a small town, but we're we got a we got we we're got a community. Some, we got yeah. a small town vibe. Exactly. You know, exactly. we rock with our own. So, you know, it's just yep. like we hear all the outside noise, but when it comes to Arizona, hey, we don't disrespect John McCain. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, don't come at, don't come at McCain. Don't come at Mark Kelly. Come on, man. <laughs> no, hey, no, I'm not political. I'm just fooling around. But I, sir, I love it. I love it. It's a club here. We love our own and we treat our own good. So yeah. you know that goes beyond just this podcast. Like I told you, whether mm-hmm. it's CBS, whether you want to do any podcast, any type of interaction, whatever yeah. you need, I'm here for you because we okay. are a part of a sacred club of Arizonians. So yes. we must all stick together when Gravity Ring comes out. That means we must all, all st- Yes. <laughs> I can go platinum from my home state. You know, <laughs> I don't need anybody else. I could just go platinum from AZ and we'd be good. I love you it. You know, I could keep it all here, man. Pay, and I'll pay my taxes. 
Yes. How about that? Yes. There you go. I appreciate <laughs> RD for all of your time. We're going to re- we're kind of reaching the end here, but this Absolutely. is the part of the podcast where I kick it to you to let everyone know where they can find you online, your social medias again, let them know. And then um, any other things that you want to just, you know, lastly say and, and leave on the table here. Uh, first and foremost, I want to thank you, Jose, man. This is a, uh, this is Appreciate a great it. medium for uh, people of Arizona. I am a person who have traveled to so many different places and let's use two places, for example, and I'll be quick, Los Angeles and New York. These are media capitals. So mm-hmm. you find podcasts everywhere, everywhere in Arizona people. It is not a common, a common thing. It's not a, a regular participating part of your day it's not a normalcy so to to have this keep doing this keep making a voice for not only yourself but arizona because we are as great of a place as it is and it's beautiful my god it's beautiful here (laughs) thank you we are very slow when it comes to mainstream interaction and this is a part of it so we must support our media we must support jose we must support what he's doing we have to keep pushing this forward in order for our voices to be heard elsewhere because just as easy as my voice is being heard now i can very well be on his show six months from now and he's Mm -hmm. nationally syndicated because Arizona (laughs) supported him. So Arizona come out and support so that we can give Jose a platform to be greater than just what he is right now and be more, not only for himself, but for us. Uh, As it pertains to Gravity Ring, thegravityring.com, thegravityring.com. People, it is not a priority for you to buy it, to do anything. Just look, learn, and get accustomed to what you will be seeing in the future. It is inevitable. So whether you buy it now or in the future, I am inevitable. Yes. The first person in the world to make your phone, tablet, your fork, whatever you got, whatever you got that's ferromagnetic, levitate from surface to hand. And if you don't have hands, we still work with you. We will go on your prosthetic, no matter the size. All of this elastic, meaning we're going to stretch. We have metal variants. Mm -hmm. We're doing big things. And the things that we have coming, oh, my gosh. My gosh. So Jose Jose will be a proprietor of a lot of private intel and and secret product viewings and a lot of things. Us in tech, Arizona, we need more of me's. Doesn't have to look like me. Whatever we look like, Arizona, more Arizonians pushing the tech front. That way we can create our own Silicon Valley because no valley is more beautiful than Arizona, baby. Hell yeah. We got the most beautiful valley in the world. Beautiful. We have a natural wonder of the world in Arizona, not California. It's us. It's us. That's that Grand Canyon, baby. We're the Grand Canyon state. So let's do it big like that hole in our ground. Let's support the gravity ring. Please support. Let's support. Let's support. Finding Arizona. The podcast. Finding Arizona is what this is all about. How do we make us discoverable? That's what he's doing. So support that. TheGravityRing.com. Support it. Jose is a godsend. Finding Arizona podcast. He is a godsend. 
Okay. Thank you. A godsend. No one does this in Arizona. And if I showed you our correspondence for reaching out to other podcasts and trying to interact, unbelievably difficult. Might as well have been Kickstarter. No pun intended. <laughs> Not throwing shots, but I'm just saying. Hey, it was really uh, hard. And you guys are, you know, you guys are trying. Come on. I, I'll take it. You know what? I appreciate the energy. I appreciate the love. You know what? I am very excited to just say. I will be here for you anytime, anywhere. We got your back. So again, Arizona supports Arizona. And it's just been, it's just been for us. I do really appreciate the words because that's what we're trying to build here. We're trying to build a community. We're trying to make sure that everyone gets their, their chance to tell their story. So that being said, lastly, you can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast on our website, findingarizonapodcast.com. And our social media handles are all under Finding Arizona Podcast. And if you want to become a super fan, there's a place for you to go do so with extra bonus content, patreon.com slash findingarizonapodcast. And with that, we say goodbye to RD. We say goodbye to all you listening. We will catch you on the next episode.